How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today, we're talking about two prospects who are lighting it up. I know it's like four days into camp, but Aaron Boone's saying these guys look really freaking good, and you're going to be excited because they're two of our top prospects, two guys the Yankees did not trade this offseason. They traded most of their pitching, uh, but they kept these two guys in Chase Hampton and Will Warren. And if you're a fan of the Fireside Yankees podcast, you probably watched our Will Warren interview a couple weeks ago, and he is kicking ass down there in Tampa so far. He's striking out guys in, in BPs and live BPs. And, um, you know, right now I'm thinking, well, Warren's going to make an impact for this Yankee team. Hampton, we'll see if he can crack the roster, see if he can crack this team. But at the very least, he profiles to be a perfect addition in 2025. And a lot of people think he can be a top flight um, MLB starter. He has this stuff. We're going to talk to you guys about their kind of qualities, what they're bringing to spring training, what to watch with them, uh, maybe some concerns, some things we want to see them attack. And obviously, we want to see them put together some good appearances. That way, they can convince the Yankee brass that they are capable of making a positive impact in the near future. So, Ryan, before we dive into both these pitchers with tremendous upside, how do you today, my friend? I'm doing great. You know, getting an opportunity to talk about the Yankees pitching depth, it's awesome. Because end of the day, the Yankees, I know that their pitching, their rotation as a whole has a lot of question marks. And I don't think either of us are going to sit here and say that there aren't question marks. It's silly to have any concerns. Uh, there's concern with any pitching staff, uh, and the Yankees in particular. They're relying on a lot of veterans who had injury-prone years last year who, you know, struggle at various points during the season to have rebound years. And whenever you're expecting your entire rotation to have positive regression, you're kind of taking a little bit of a risk, you know? Um, even if you really believe in the guys you have. But as it pertains to their minor league depth, they're going to be super important for what the Yankees do this year because if their initial plan of having their guys rebound doesn't go to, you know, go as they expected, they're going to be turning to a Will Warren. You're going to be turning to a Chase Hampton. You're going to be hoping uh, that your starting depth can get you through the season. And looking at Will Warren first, and foremost, sinker sweeper, you know, good changeup. It's a pitch that's gotten better. It's not like his primary pitch, but it's kind of the fifth pitch that's evolved with him. Four-seamer cutter are the two pitches he talked a lot with us about. Um, and I think those are the primary pitches we want to focus on when we're looking at his development as a starting pitcher. Um, but again, sinker sweeper, that's his comfort. That's his feel. Um, and that's his expertise. His sweeper might be an 80-grade pitch, Alex. It's really that good. Um, the sinker gets a lot of ground balls. Sweeper gets a lot of swings and misses. They play well off of each other. That cutter and four-seamer is going to help him a lot against lefties. You know, I, I am interested to see how he looks in camp velocity-wise. You know, is he able to maintain, you know, 93-94 throughout the course of an entire season? He was able to do it last year, uh, but you just want to see it again. You just want to make sure that these guys are where they need to be. Um, I'm pretty sure they are. I'm not, like, suggesting they're not healthy or whatever. Uh, he's actually been down there for a minute. He was down in Tampa when we interviewed him, and, and that was a while ago. Well, not too long ago, but uh, it's definitely been a, a, an extended stay in Tampa and a lot of guys have been there uh, but Will Warren he's certainly an interesting pitcher um, had a lot of success in AAA and AA last year um, and, and ultimately I just think he fits what the Yankees like in a pitcher um, you know the Yankees don't actually have as many ground ball starters as people think Marcus Stroman's kind of their only ground ball starting pitcher I know Schmidt has some ground ball tendencies but he didn't have a great ground ball rate last year um, and the Yankees were actually top five in fly ball rate for their starting pitchers last year so I think that's interesting right like that's a weird departure from philosophy uh, I think the Yankees need to shift back to getting more ground balls from their starting staff and need them to prevent more damage contact because let's be real here you're not going to assemble a starting five of all guys who strike out 30% of batters face and you're in that 25 to 30% strikeout percentage window are you really effective uh you know if you're not permit if you're allowing hard contact usually you know you want to maintain one of the two things you want to be either elite at preventing the quality or the quantity of contact allowed Warren specializes in limiting the quantity of contact uh, the quality of contact allowed but he can still get some swings and misses so you know 
you know, kind of wrap my point here on Will Warren. I am very, very encouraged by what he did last year in AAA. Um, I think the stuff is elite. 124 stuff plus is one of the best marks uh, we've seen for a starting pitcher uh, to come through the AAA, assist, uh, AAA, not just in the Yankee organization, but in general. And overall, Alex, I mean, an opportunity to see a young pitcher thrive. We haven't had a rookie starting pitcher, you know, really get serious reps outside of what, like Johnny Brito for a little bit, Randy Vasquez, but... It's like Jordan Montgomery, right? I feel like Jordan Montgomery's the last guy to really get that, like, full length as a starting, full leash as a starting pitcher and a rookie. Um, and they've got to start developing pitchers. They have to be turning these prospects into impact players because they've got a ton of free agents in the upcoming years, and they're not going to be able to pay all of them. Absolutely. Look, this, right now it's depth. You know, right now we consider these guys as depth, but they're quickly going to become impact players for this Yankee team, whether it be, you know, because of injury, because of inconsistency, or maybe because they just look freaking amazing. And like, they're just like, wow, like, okay, these guys can make a positive contribution. Now, um, we have a couple of guys bouncing back from injury. We have a couple concerns. The truth is that I right now, and Ryan, I want to get your take on this. I don't really trust Nestor Cortez right now. Maybe that's a hot take. He's coming off the shoulder injury. He's been working a lot. You know, he's gotten over the hump. The rehab's going well. But I don't think he's necessarily there yet. I think they still want to kind of ease him through this process, make sure he's ready to go. I think Rodon is in a much better spot, you know, hitting 97 on his fastball. Um, I don't think Cortez is far off. I think he's going to be an impact player for us. But I could see a world where the Yankees kind of use Cortez less and and use Warren more um, in terms of like they don't include Cortez on the, you know, that five-day rotation, that six-day rotation. I think that they may skip a start for him every now and again because they don't want to overdo it, especially early in the season. I think that we could see Will Warren get a couple starts early in the year here, get his feet wet early in the season, um, give him that confidence because he's going to need it throughout this campaign. And Cortez, they may kind of take a more uh, easy process with him. They may give him a, a week off or like, you know, they may not use him as pro maybe push his day back one um, and just kind of rotate a little bit more efficiently. What, do you think that's possible? Because right now, like, I, I just think it's in the best interest of the Yankees to ensure health, ensure 100% health for guys like Cortez, guys like Rodon, and don't push it. Because I know they have to go through their programs, and they're going to be ready, and they need the innings. But for Cortez specifically, like, I'd rather be careful than aggressive with his rehab because we saw what happened last year, ended his season prematurely. I think you give Will Warren more reps early in the season, you know, get Cortez back gradually and then make sure he's 100%. Um, do you think that's something the Yankees could end up doing? Yeah, so I just want to first and foremost say, you know, I'm not saying Cortez is guaranteed to stay healthy all year, but we know he's healthy right now. But as you alluded to, you know, things can change. Guys can get hurt. Not even just in regards to Cortez, to anybody in that rotation. All it takes is, yeah, my shoulder's not feeling great. Or, you know, uh, I've, I've had a snag with my lower body or whatever. And you've got to shut down throwing. Um, you know, I think it's a good sign that Cortez is throwing so many live sessions. He even said himself, completely healthy, you know, normal velocity, all that stuff. Um, but as you mentioned, like, how are they going to hold up throughout the course of a 162-game season? Even if they're perfectly healthy, guys are going to have their starts skipped. Guys are going to have situations where, you know, they're not, uh, not for, not to say they're not ready to pitch, but it would be, it, it would be bad advice for them to push it, you know, and you're going to need to rely on your starting depth. You know, Luke Weaver is an interesting guy because they signed him to be starting depth, but he'll have to start out in the bullpen barring any injuries. If the Yankees get through spring training healthy, they're going to not, not that he's not going to be stretched out, but he's probably not going to be fully prepared to do like five or six innings if it's the middle of, you know, June and now he needs to make a start. That's where I think Hampton and Warren come in. I think the Yankees are well-equipped and, and very prepared. And honestly, 
I think they're very willing to push the agenda with these two guys. I'm not saying the Yankees are a historically aggressive franchise with prospect usage, but last year was pretty telling. Um, you know, they were just kind of like, hey, we have holes in our team. We're going to go to our farm depth. We're going to go to our farm system. Um, you know, looking at the rotation, you know, inviting Chase Hampton to Major League Camp is pretty notable. The guy's barely played in double A. The same can be said about Spencer Jones, but not that saying that's less impressive for Spencer Jones. It's arguably just as, if not more impressive for him as well. But he is, you know, arguably their best prospect, right? Like at least of guys who are healthy, he is definitely the best prospect. And there are some outlets that have him over Jason Dominguez. So, you know, you expect him to be there. Chase Hampton isn't there for like clicks or to sell tickets or to, you know, get people to go to the games. Nobody's going to the game for Chase Hampton. No disrespect to Chase Hampton, but it's not like prospects are as hyped in baseball as they are in the fo in football or in basketball because they're not as guaranteed to make, you know, major league impact or make instant impact to an organization. He's there because the Yankees believe in him. He's there because they want him throwing to different guys. He's there because they want to get eyes on him, Alex. He's not there as a gimmick. He's not there because the Yankees felt implot that impulse to, that they had to. He's not on the 40-man roster. They don't have to put him on the 40-man roster. He's there because they really believe in him. Will Ward is there because they really believe in him. I think these two guys are definitely going to make impacts. And I'm not saying that guys with good stuff always become good pitchers, but I think the most important thing is stuff, right? Like, I mean, these guys are going to have pristine command and an unbelievable feel for sequencing at the major league level until they get there. Uh, if you have good stuff, you can kind of overpower guys. Like, I'm not saying you can just throw a sweeper over the heart of the plate, but uh, if it's a two-strike count, I've got the best sweeper in the game, and I just got to throw it on the outside part of the plate. Uh, man, you're going to just get guys to swing and miss. Chase Hampton, he's got a great fastball. You just got to get guys to swing and miss. We've seen Garrett Cole. Like, there are times where his fastball is just so good that it's like, it doesn't matter where he throws it. Here's 99 with incredible vertical ride. Hit it, and you can't. You know what I mean? Uh, we've seen it with, like, you know, look at some of these nasty. Look at Clay Holmes, for example. Do you think Clay Holmes is throwing the ball and saying, I've got to hit this small little dot in the... No, he's thinking, here's a 97-mile-per-hour sinker moving a billion feet one way and a billion feet down. It's coming from this top of the slot, and it's just wonky pitch. Hit it, and hitters can't. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to simplify pitching and say that pitching is as simple as throw a really good pitch over the heart or in the strike zone, but for some guys, man, they're just so gifted and talented. They can fucking do that. Like... I, I, I'm not saying, again, like, I'm not trying to say command doesn't matter or finesse doesn't matter, but Alex, sometimes you can just say, here's 97, fucking hit it, and they can't, it's, it's, these pitches move in ways we haven't seen them move before, and I think that's why the Yankees have such a high grade on these guys, and that's why I think fans should be a little more excited about these pitchers. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm certainly excited, I think a lot of people are, and look, the, the Yankees are gonna need some Guys to step up, especially our youth. Guys like Volpe need to step up. Peraza needs to step up. You know, the list goes on. So we'll see how things progress. Uh, but we're excited about these two guys. We know you are too. We'll keep you guys updated on any further spring training news. As always, make sure to like and subscribe. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.